Gobble, gobble, gobble. It's November and definitely not October 30th. And welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it while we eat some snacks. And maybe, just maybe, get a little high. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, of course, and I thought, I thought Spice Melange was a code word for Gucci. And I'm Brianna, and I forgot how to put a bra on. You. And today we'll be watching the 2021 American epic science fiction film Dune. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Of course, as always, I'm going to mention Doflix, which is a podcast that I co host alongside my buddy Max. We have a good time over there and we talk about stuff and things. We got a new episode that definitely came out today. We are definitely talking it, and we are definitely talking about a sandwich draft. I'm pretty sure we're doing a sandwich draft. 100% actually know we're doing a sandwich draft, so get ready for that. Brianna, do you sandwich draft? Get excited. Um, I love sandwiches. What's your favorite sandwich? My favorite sandwich is a BLT. Mm, nice, nice. With, like, a sloppy amount of mayonnaise. Ooh, gross. I, I wonder if they like uh, BLTs in Oakland, California. Shout out, Oakland, California. Thanks for listening, everybody. We we love you. Montclair, California. Brianna, a uh, big shout out. Also, The Villages. I hear they like BLTs. Ooh, they love them. The Villages in Florida. You ever heard of The Villages? Yeah, remember when I talked about the whole documentary yeah. about how yes. The Villages is yep. Heaven's Waiting Room? Mm-hmm. I hear that place is fucking lit, and it's like the Old West for old people. Uh, it my, depends on who you are. Well, my buddy Tyler, his grandpa works down there, and he said that he was down there one time, and his grandpa said he saw two pe- te- like people, like 20-year-olds, just fucking in the street. Well, that's Florida. That is the villages yeah, of Florida. Fair like, enough. You fair be enough. more specific. Yep. Shout out Zurich. Zurich, Switzerland, everybody in the building. Mumbai, India. Love it. Loves to hear it. Ellesmere Port, England. We don't really care, but we also appreciate it. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, love a Minnesota sausage. And Shout of course, out to my friggin' neighbors who are, like, having a ripa right now while I'm trying to do something important. Oh, God, are they really? Bummer. As if it was a Saturday night the day before Halloween, and they <laughs> think that they're, like, entertaining people right now. Well, this is bullshit. Uh, also, shout out Mass Piff, New York. I don't know if that's how you spell it, but... Or pronounce it, but... Masspeth? Masspeth. M-A-S-P-E-T-H. M-A-S... What is it? Tidbits! <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what it is, Brianna. Ladies and gentlemen, the movie of the night is Dune. It is based on the 1965 novel of the same name by Frank Herbert. Directed by Dennis Villanueva, of course. Uh, I, I think he's fantastic. I don't like that's how you say his name. Dennis Villanueva? I don't think I don't think he's like that. Dennis Villanueva. He was like French. Yeah, well, he's from Montreal. Yeah, but I I feel like it's Dennis Villanueva. Listen, if it's not, someone let me know. If you know how to pronounce him, Brianna, you can correct me on how to pronounce it. But that's I don't know. I only have been to Canada once, and I don't remember anyone saying his name like that. How did they say it? I don't know. I was like five, and I knew better. Okay. At the age of five. Okay. Well, you can be you can be not French and from Canada. Just just saying, uh, he's done Sicario, which is a fantastic movie. I I love that movie. Arrival, amazing movie. Blade Runner, which I wasn't the hugest fan fan of Blade Runner, um, but it was visually stunning, obviously. And he's doing the Cleopatra reboot. 
The first one coming out in the 60s with Elizabeth Taylor. I've seen that one. I saw it back in the day. It was okay. It was pretty, pretty grandiose. I guess they spent a lot of money on that motherfucker when they put it out. Have you ever seen that? You ever seen the cover of that, Brianna? That was a two tape. No, I've seen um, I've seen photos of Liz in the the makeup, and yeah, she looks pretty royal. <laughs> looks uh, very affluent. Affluent. <laughs> affluent. I wanna I wanna watch uh the Virginia Wolf movie. I, I I saw some clips from that the other day, and I was like, damn, she's a good actress. I gotta check that out. Uh, Dune though, this Dune, two thousand twenty one Dune. Written by Dennis Villanueva. Uh, that's how I'm saying it. Brianna, for right now, so fuck you. Uh, written by two other people as well. One being Eric Roth, who is an extremely pro- prolific writer. He has written Ali, the Muhammad Ali movie starring Will Smith. Um, what's eating? Uh, what's eating? <laughs> I was going to say What's Eating Benjamin Button. That's What's Eating Gilbert <laughs> Grape. He didn't write What's Eating Gilbert Grape. He uh, did the, Bunge- the Benjamin Button movie. Um, and he also won an Oscar for Forrest Gump. So... That's the that's the cherry on top. He won an Oscar for Forrest Gump. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Fuck the haters. I know a lot of people fucking hate that movie. I love it just as much as a lot of people hate it. Who hates that movie? I know a lot of people that hate that I movie. I wouldn't know because I don't I don't associate with them. That's the right that's the right answer. Um Eric Roth, he's also writing the new Leo Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, which is like uh I'm pretty sure it's about the Trail of Tears. So that's going to be fucking intense. I, I can't wait for that. That's coming out next year. The other writer on this movie, Brie, is John Spates. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Go fuck yourself. Uh, he wrote the movie Passengers with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Have you ever seen that? Uh, <laughs> I did, and I feel so bad that I saw that. <laughs> he also wrote Prometheus, which was fine. Um... He also, so he likes like weird aliens. Yeah, stuff. he did the Mummy with Tom Cruise, and I liked the Mummy. I haven't seen that full one, but it, it I saw half of it. It wasn't awful. He also is doing a Van Helsing reboot coming out, and he wrote Doctor Strange, which is once again the cherry on top of that. So which one? Doctor Strange, I think. the The first one. The first one, yes. It was fine. Okay. It was fine. I'm gonna... See, here's it the thing. It was fine. It was like, it was in there. Eric Roth, Dude. clearly a different writer than John Spades, but combined, they have a lot of different experience. I feel like that'll make this, like, it's perfect for this genre of movie. Um, just for full disclosure, too, by the way, Brianna and I have never read the book, Dune. We have never seen the movie from 84, uh, the David Lynch movie. And I don't believe you've seen, I've never seen the fucking 2000 sci-fi channel, uh, like, TV movie. So My only knowledge of Dune is, like, a 10-minute movie I watched on YouTube about things you should know before you watch Dune 2021. Oh, that's, res- I see, I didn't, I didn't even go that far. I know the worms, which, by the way, are basically, like, desert whales, that's what the... That's what the people making the movie said. They said they were like, we will, we mimicked whales. And then I would aspire to be a desert whale. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to be a, I'd like to be a beached whale near water. I don't like to, I don't want to be since they're already in the desert, they must be fine. It's not like they're totally beached. Yeah. Uh, so, so just, just full disclosure where we don't have any, uh, there's no bias. I'm actually pretty excited for the movie. I, I think it looks awesome. Uh, I think the story is interesting and I, I think that. Dennis Villanueva is really talented, so I'm, I'm hoping for the best. 
Um, principal photography began in March 2019 in Hungary and Jordan. It also filmed in Norway and the Emirates. Um, primary photo finished in July. So, quick shoot. A lot of CGI, obviously, but a lot of desert shots, things like that. Uh, starring Timothy Chalamet, of course. Rebecca Ferguson. Brie, who, do you know where we just saw her in? A couple months ago? Can you remember what movie? Uh, Rebecca Ferguson was in Reminiscent. Reminiscence. Yeah, nice. And there's someone that looks just like her that's in the Mummy with Tom Cruise, but it is not her. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, well, pretty just a white lady, so you can pretty easy to emulate. Okay. Uh, well, you know, nothing of it. Take it easy. Oscar Isaac is also in this movie. Not easy to emulate. Emulate there. That man is he's fantastic. Not a white lady. Not a white lady. <laughs> Neither is Jason Momoa. Definitely not a white lady. Definitely not a white lady. Maori man. Awesome. Josh Brolin. Love Josh Brolin. Um, Javier Bardem. Batista. Woo! And then Zendaya, who I hear is not in it a long time, but we'll, uh, we'll see. Spoiler when I was Googling for my lazily my lazy scan of the internet, one of the things that popped up for Dune was, how many minutes is Zendaya in Dune? <laughs> and I was like, that's weird. That's a weird. That's a weird. <laughs> who, I'm like, who the hell's Googling that? Only takes me a minute and a half to come. It's all I need, brother. <laughs> Where can I just fast forward to? I want to see her. Um, yeah, I don't know. Speaking of coming, Hans Zimmer's doing the music for this shit, Brianna. And do you want to know that he picked he picked this over Tenet, which is like I think that's hilarious. I think that's great because Tenet sucked ass. <laughs> I, I, I never saw I Tenet, like Tenet, and I feel like I didn't miss out on anything. No, it, it was it's like it's not con- it's not as confusing as people make it seem or anything like that. It's just not it's not that enjoyable. I didn't like it as much as uh, fucking Inception. I thought Inception I liked was Inception good. because JGL was in it and Leo. Well, yeah, I mean the cast. Was I'm sorry, good. it's I'm not a racist. I just I enjoy no, John those David, two John actors. David Washington is a fantastic actor. Uh, it has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Just like. She's being like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it big and, big and brolic, brother. Okay. I would rather just watch, like, John David Washington in, like, those fan-made YouTube videos so I can just thirst over him. Okay. All right. I remember before we I would watched... be one of those people Googling how many minutes he was in the movie. I forget what, what movie we watched, but you were not familiar with John David Washington. And then we watched a movie, and then you were like, oh, yeah, I'm super familiar Oh, the one where he doesn't, he lets his wife not wear a seatbelt, and she goes flying, and he's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. Um, or he was an irresponsible husband and was like, yeah, don't buckle up, bitch. It's fine. See ya. John David Washington, see ya, idiot. Um, at the time of this recording, Dune has a 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb based on 216,000 reviews. That's a lot of fucking reviews. It has an 83% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 366 reviews and a 91% audience score based on 2,500 plus reviews. It has a 74% on Metacritic. Metacritic is by far the hardest to please. And it has an 84% of Google users like this movie, which is because they're the Metacritics. (laughs) That's true. Uh, The Hogs not liking this movie as much as the Rotten Tomato audience is kind of interesting to me. But I feel like that just means there was probably some things that were like, what's this dumb shit? Or like, I don't like how they're making this kind of like about politics or like, why are there so many women? Maybe there's just, you know, like. Maybe they, got- they didn't like how it was based off of 
Islam. Oh. Oh, in- interesting. Interesting take there, Bree. What the fuck? We don't talk about Islam on where the fuck are the popcorn bags? We're, we're getting canceled, hey, bro. Hey, we are a fan of all religions. <laughs> if you, if you want to yeah. do it, go for it. Do it. it. Whatever. Satan or or Allah or God or Jesus. Don't talk whoever to me. You, whatever whoever religion, you're praying to, yeah. good for you. Is If you're praying to anybody, just don't talk to me, man. That's all <laughs> That's all I ask. I don't want. I don't care what religion you are. I don't like you. <laughs> that's that's my position. Okay, you just kind of went the opposite of what yeah, we were talking I'm, about, I'm but going, that's okay. I'm I'm as I'm like I'm inclusive in the form that I hate everyone equally. Well, if you want to pray to the flying spaghetti monster, good. If you want to like pray to your like wool socks, also great. See, good for you. That's why you come to where the fuck the popcorn bags, ladies and gentlemen. There's duality in the show. Uh, love and we hate. We just want Yang you to yin. listen. That's all. <laughs> Bree, do you have any do you have any uh, tidbits or expectations before we go watch this motherfucker? Well, there was a lot of like nerdy Dune things, and I don't want to like Ugh, shit on the people that yeah, so much nerdy enjoy shit, the book Dune. Um, maybe after I watch this movie, I'll listen to the audio book of it. I uh, probably won't. But there was a lot of, like, stuff like that to sift through. The only thing that I found that was interesting was Sting, the singer, songwriter, sort of actor, will not be in this movie. What? Why is that relevant? <laughs> because is, I guess he was in, he's in the, uh, one the, of the, the dunes. Okay. <laughs> probably the sci-fi one. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that's interesting. And I was like, I would have loved to see Sting in this. Sting is in a new also, sh- Sting is in a new show I've been watching called Only Murders in the Building. Sting? Yeah. We'll talk later. With we'll Steve t- Martin and Selena Gomez yeah. and Martin Short? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sting. Yeah, there's a whole episode just about Sting. I we'll go we'll go into it later. What else you got about Dune? That was it. I'm uh I'm just fascinated to watch the movie and i'm ready for it i'm excited for the desert whales it looks awesome it looks so delicious i'm excited to look at timothy chalamet he's a pr- and oscar isaac he's a pretty man and jason momoa pretty men bunch of pretty and men Josh Brolin. yeah big pretty men movie it's like a dave batista like yeah batista's like it's because he's bald that's fucked up he's a little bit of a butterface for me <laughs> oh no that's super <laughs> Super rude, <laughs> Brianna, okay? <laughs> Everyone is beautiful. <laughs> Except if they pray. Um, do you, you want to give me the synopsises before we go watch this thing? Yes. Remember how I was shitting on you for not being able to say the director's name? I kind of forget how you say the main family's name, so sorry. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way. This synopsis is brought to you by... Oh, thanks, yeah. Trader Joe's, our future sponsor. I love everything they have. I've never found anything at Trader Joe's that I didn't like. My favorites are the Brookies, the Scandinavian Swimmers, and their lactose-free milk. Holla. Their lactose-free milk is fire. Stan. I go whole milk all the way. Whole milk, lactose-free, like, fatten me up. Yep. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks Trader Joe's for... Uh... For sponsoring us. Now. <laughs> Paul- <laughs> Paul Atreides, a brilliant and gifted young man born into a great destiny beyond his understanding, 
must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and people. Okay. Do you have one? My synopsis is just like based on the the trailer I watched for Dune where there's a lot of people lost in the desert with things up their nose. Okay. I got I actually I kind of have a I I have my own if you want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, my synopsis is basically just like mm, rich white people fight over a space coke planet. Yeah, but is it rich white people? Would you say Oscar Isaac is white? Close enough. It's, cl- it's close enough. It's close enough in the Dune world. Oh, so now now Oscar Isaac is back to being a white lady. Okay, interesting. Well, no, Just Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, Chalamet is Timothy is in Chalamet it. is the main character, and he's definitely a white lady, so you need to calm down. Right. Well, Timothy Chalamet can't help that he's a white lady. And sorry that he's just such a great actor. Who would you want to have? Ugh, you're no fun. All right, grab your. Who would be your dream Paul Atreides casting? <laughs> All right, everybody, grab your bowls, your bongs, your blah 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 blah. Nineteen minutes too long for the first half. And in three, two, one. And we're back from watching a James and the Giant Peach reboot. Brianna, what did you think of Dune 2021? Part one. I I enjoyed it. But the last 25 minutes or so was very, very slow. And didn't make me not like it it just was like oh i i felt like it was a lot of like we're introducing things we're showing things lots of names getting thrown around and then the last like 20 30 minutes or so it was just like oh this is this is kind of boring a lot of winding down a lot of setup at the same time uh, yeah they put us they put us up pretty high and then Whoosh. <laughs> yeah, for, 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 for two hours, you're really, you're really riding a, a clean high. I got to say that if there wasn't, if I didn't know for sure that there was a number two coming, I obviously would be super upset. I mean, it wouldn't even make sense, right? Because like where they- They are very clear at the beginning where it says yeah, Dune. Part one. Part uno. Yeah, like if there's, this is very, very, like I cannot, I can judge this as a standalone movie, obviously. But as a story, I really can't I can't really get into it too too much other than like they structured the screenplay really well around what they were trying to achieve. Uh you you can't really dive deeper into it because it's it's just half the story. And it's very clear that it's only half the story. And I felt very excited at the end of the movie for the for the next one. I was like, all right, like there's gonna it's pretty much like a whole new world, like a whole different set of rules. And I thought that was really cool. It, 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 but it, like, it worked perfectly for like a new mo- a new movie, but also the midpoint of something. Um, and so let's just let's just get into it. I, I mean, I I really liked it. Right, I I I really really enjoyed it. I thought it was super well made, super well scripted, super well directed. Acting was phenomenal. The tone was great. The music was great. All across the board, really really enjoyed it. So I'm just gonna ask you, Rihanna. Just a few, few, few things down the line. First off, costume and set. Whoa, mama. Oh, 
10 out of 10. Costume and set, there was one fumble with the testicle things, but other than that, 10 out of 10, <laughs> what Brianna, the flying testicle balloons. What Brianna's referring to, yeah, is there's this one, specifically one point in time where these balloons inflated, def- deflated testicle balloons inflate, and uh, that that one second of them inflating is just disgusting. It really looks bad, and it took me out of it for a quick second. But other than that, I mean, wow, just like... 10 out of 10. Yeah. What did you think of Hans Zimmer? I really liked it. I thought it was spot fucking on. I mean, this this dude took out the he took like the classic like d- desert music like the uh, like he, and he took it to the next level <laughs> and he <laughs> like he really fucking he killed it, man. Like I, th- this is cl- obviously you know Brianna said that a lot of the style and a lot of the customs were taken from Islam in this, and it's very clear that that it's it's based on a lot of cultural things in in that realm right like it's very very clear uh, it was re- religion, but it also religion like, specifically religion specific yeah it was if like you're familiar with any part of like the islamic religion like yes you'll see it but there's also if you're just watching it as like wow these costumes are really pretty Mm. Then you also could just see it for what that is, and it's like, oh, yeah, wow, these are, like, dazzling royals in the desert where their veils aren't flying off somehow. And, yeah, you could see it either way. The blog. For the people who like the religion, great. If you didn't, you still enjoy it. You know, the you know the, the sets and the, the, the costumes were phenomenal, and the way that they... The way that they set up the scenes, like the blocking and the the camera angles, like everything just looks so big and 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 gritty and dark, but like not not like Battle of the Bastards, or not Battle of the Bastards, um, the fucking uh, Battle of Winterfell, like that, like the uh, like that wasn't that was too dark like you can't get it you can't you you can't do that like you can't can't you can make something really gritty and still make it vibrant and that's exactly what dune did and it, it, it was just really phenomenal once again Den- dennis villanueva is so super good have you seen arrival brianna i haven't seen arrival but i have like seen clips of it and it kind of gives me the same vibe there's parts where, um, like, you don't even realize, like, the scale of the set. Yeah. Like, when they first enter the Iraqis, Iraqis, Arrakis, Arrakis, like, it just kind of looks like, oh, yeah, there's there's some, like, lumps in the sand, and they look a little harder than the other lumps. But the, but then they, like, touch down, and you're like, oh, this place is gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so intricate. So well done. I think they did a great job of mixing CGI and practical effects. Because you could tell when certain things were, like, actual setting and when certain things were just CGI. I actually read that instead of green screen, they used brown screen because it, it just kind of fit it fit better. It It helped them situate like the the world better and i thought that was really interesting um interesting use of the word brown screen (laughs) what'd you think of the acting speaking of the brown screen oh i don't want to get into the spoilers but timothy chalamet slaps 
And I pointed it out when we first started the movie, and I was saying that Timothy Chalamet, throughout his entire career, whether it was Little Women, Call Me By Your Name, this movie, he's looked exactly the same, hasn't touched a thing on him. He's like, yeah, I could work out, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I could trim my hair, but I'm not. And it's just like, he doesn't need to because he just becomes these other people. And he did a fantastic job. Rebecca Ferguson. Something going on with her, man. She, Something is. She yeah, did a good is. job, too. Because I, the whole time, at, at least the end, by the end, the whole time, I'm going, what the fuck is she hiding? What's, what the yeah, fuck's going at on? The beginning, um, at the beginning, I was a little nervous about her because I was like, oh, no, she's just going to be like crying well, and shaking a lot. You like, started and then, judging like, her hands right off the bat. <laughs> you were like, she's got some man hands. You started I think that they might have mixed up her and Jason Momoa's like hand cutaways <laughs> because she has some gigantic mitts on her. <laughs> um, but she did a great job. Oscar Isaac was fantastic. Oh yeah. Um Everybody... Jason, Momo- Jason Momoa was like tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Brolin did a good Timothy Sh- I mean everyone did a really really phenomenal job, but Timothy Chalamet, like Brianna said, which I just want to touch upon for a second, was really over the top. Like he did- he didn't have a crazy amount of lines in this. Obviously he's the main character, but he's just a damn good actor, man. Like that, like he's gonna win an Oscar one day. Like what? In the next fifteen years, he's probably going to win an Oscar. I don't see how he doesn't pick up a role that doesn't end with him winning one. He's very talented, and it 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 shows. I can't even imagine it being fifteen years. No, I imagine I agree. it being less than five. Yeah, that's a that's. A, if he keeps picking up the roles he picks up, I don't know. Doom does seem very time consuming though, so. Well, I don't mean, stretch yourself too thin, Timmy. I think they're filming it now. I mean, he's gonna. This obviously made so much money; it's getting rave reviews. He's well respected anyway. There's no way that he's not gonna get, you know, some some pretty good shit on the horizon. WB was like, "Oh shit, Timothy Chalamet just just uh, anchored a movie for us, and it made two hundred million dollars. Let's let's give him a little something. Let's give him some Oscar, some Oscar stuff. Give him some Oscar hype. You know? What did you think of Zendaya? Well, I thought I thought that she was she played like a good uh mystic. Like she like a I don't know, like she was just she was there for 2 minutes in and out sporadically. I will say that I think that she's going to obviously be very very much in the second one. It's going to be it's going to be centered around her and Timothy Chalamet, that's for sure. Which is why I said right off the bat that it feels like, you know, they're setting up a second like it's very different world like we're this were different characters completely new setting like well not new setting because they're still in a sand world but i i think she did all right what do you think you you have an opinion i think that yeah i mean i said it during the movie that she's going to be more important at another time um she does seem to narrate the beginning part which i thought was interesting so it kind of made it seem like she was going to be more important in this film but we're going to like tuck her away for another time that's what they did i don't really think that's what they did with laurie strode in halloween kills yeah i don't think she did like a magnificent job but she also just didn't get a lot of screen time so for what she was on the screen for i don't know i didn't click on the google result of how long she was on there for but i thought she was just fine like wasn't good wasn't bad but no it was yeah just fine she did i i i think that she's very talented 
I mean, look at the cast that she's, you know, this, the, it's a tough, tough to be, tough scrutiny to go up yeah, against. Yeah, like, Josh you're, Brolin you're fucking, still the like, best, but, like, you were the, the least best, I guess. Yeah, and she also didn't have any lines, so I, it's not really fair for us to judge her performance. But I will say that it was a little lackluster at the end. It's not like she was... It's not like I was like the whole oh. yeah, but I told you the la- the whole like the last twenty minutes were a little lackluster for me in general. Right, but the it, it you needed it, right? Like Rebecca Ferguson was just looking all like sickly, and it was like, oh, yeah. does she have a tummy ache? What's going on with her? It was awful. <laughs> it it's awful for an. Uh, she got like seasick. It's awful for the ending of a movie because like Timothy Chalamet like learns who he really is and kind of harnesses his power. And then they finally see the sandworm and they, you know, they defeat the thing, whatever. And then it's just kind of like, you need to, you know, you need to set, you you need to set up that second movie. So they bring in these new characters, which they would never do in a, in a, fi- in a, like a standalone film. That doesn't make any sense to introduce characters at the last 15 minutes, but you need to. So you're going into the first one and you don't have to set them up there because that would take too much time. Now you can just get right into it, and you're like, ah, oh, that's our guys. Those are our people. Cool. Um, and I haven't read the book, obviously, but I do think that, that it was an appropriate point in time to, to kind of fade to black, in a sense. What do you think, Brianna? you think it was a, a, good, a good split? I think, yeah, it laid really good groundwork for the second part, despite, like, us not really knowing the story of what goes on or what's going to happen or, like, what they might even show. I think they did a really good job um, pulling us in, and now we are hooked. Yeah, I'm a Dune fan, for sure, right? You too, Brie? I don't think I'm going to go, like, total nerd on it, but I'm I'm intrigued to see the second part, and mm-hmm. I... I'm waiting anxiously for it. Yeah. Uh, By the way, if you want to do a long movie, you have to constantly move it along. And I know Brianna is not going to be in my camp on this, but I think that they did a good job of moving the story along. I didn't necessarily think that the last 20 minutes were as boring as Brianna uh, is is, uh, obviously feeling right now. But um, I I think that they did a good job of, of constantly making us intrigued and making us want more and interested and they were always bringing in these new elements to the world that were super fascinating all the little tools and and uh you know their technology and just their way of life and uh i i thought it was i thought it was cool what what did you think of the do you think that the movie was structured well like were you in the middle like were you all up in it like outside the last 20 minutes whatever right like were you all up in the story I honestly only looked at my phone once because I went I went in to see who played who in the in the 80s version of it. Okay. Uh, uh you um, um Jason Momoa. That's who you went to see who played in the 80s version. Oh, I just went to look at everybody. Oh, like okay. I already knew who played Paul because I read it when I was lazily scanning. But I just kind of wanted to see who everyone else was, and I never—I didn't even make it that far down. I got so caught up in who played Lady Jessica in the original one that I just went like I lost it, and then I was like, "Oh, something's happening on the screen! Like I gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> and that—and and if you listen to the show, you obviously know that's pretty impressive for Brianna only to look at her phone once during a two-hour and thirty-five-minute movie. And it was for an informational scan. It wasn't even to like look at my Instagram to see Could, that no one was trying to talk to me. <laughs> couldn't be more proud. Couldn't be more proud. Let's let's do popcorn bag scores, huh? 
popcorn bags, I would give it Dune Part 1 a solid 38 out of 50 popcorn bags. Okay. All right. I respect that. I want to give it a higher score, but it wasn't like the best movie I've seen this year, so that's really why I can't give it. What is the best What is the best movie you've seen this year? I really liked Nobody. Um What was the movie we we saw last week? I really liked Halloween Kills actually. That was a good movie. Halloween it wasn't Kills was good, yeah. That also wasn't the best movie I've ever seen either, but it was like, oh, okay, this was pretty interesting. Uh, what else did I really like? <laughs> if you're hearing some thumping in the background, Brianna's uh neighbors are going bonkers for her. Halloween. Well, oh wait, no, it's November, so it's not Halloween. They're going, they're partying crazy over there. They're just so. going bonkers for like absolutely no reason, and I, it's like, okay, that's cool. Don't invite me. You say, she say, shut the fuck up. I'm recording my podcast. Thank you. Don't invite me. Like fucking, just disrespect my time. That's totally fine. I remember being young once, too, so if you do hear some thumping, it's not because I was out or anything, God forbid. Um, it's just my neighbors that are usually very quiet um, must have gotten some of that spice, and they are just going bananas over there. But 38 out of 50 for Dune Part 1, I would recommend it. You do have to... It takes a, a solid chunk of time out of your day, but it's not, and you can't be doing anything during it, so there's that, but I would still recommend it, you know? Winter's coming up, hibernation season, pop it on. All right, cool. What do you think? I think that I'm going to give it a higher score than you just gave it. Uh, No shade, no shade. I'm giving it a 45 out of 50 popcorn bags, and the reason for that, Brianna, is because I truly believe that this is a solid A movie. I think that it was beautiful. I think that they took a lot of time to make sure that the story made sense and that they stayed true to the source material. I think that the acting was phenomenal and they didn't skimp on any part of the budget for this movie. And I think Dennis Villanueva put his heart and soul into it and it shows and I'm very excited for the second one. And that's why I'm giving it a 40 out of 45 out of 50 popcorn bags. And a, a yes recommendation. Obviously, yes, what Brianna just said holds true. I I would say that you're going to have to sit there and definitely pay attention. You're going to have questions to, to yourself. That's for sure. They're, they'll be answered rather quickly, but you will have questions. Go into it with an open mind. If you don't like sci-fi, if you're not a sci-fi person, then I would say still watch it. But it's going to be a little, you're probably going to take a little more for you to to grab hold of. I would say if you can watch Game of Thrones, you can definitely watch this movie. And yes. I wouldn't define Game of Thrones as sci-fi no, necessarily, no. but you do, it is like Lord of the Rings, like there's just a whole nother like language you have to learn, lots of like things being thrown at you that you got to keep up with. So yes, if you do have someone that has never watched it as well, you should watch it with them because then you can kind of be like, what was that? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Ooh what when yeah i don't think this would have been enjoyable watching it with somebody who's seen the other ones or read the book oh no, no. they would just be like all up in your business yeah. like when you, when you, did you see that like, no, get on my did you see that i do want to stay i do want to say that 
throughout this entire movie, all I kept thinking of was Star Wars and how I wish that this was Star Wars. And what I mean by that is <laughs> I wish that I wish that Star Wars was this, I should say. I wish that Star Wars was as well produced um, because I, I think that there's the same kind of it's the same kind of like tone to it. And I think that Disney kind of fumbled the bat. I, I like the reboot that just happened. You know, the, the seven, eight, and nine, I, I, I'm a fan. But I, I just get kind of disappointed when I think that, when I see movies like this and I'm like, wow, fuck. Like, think about what Star Wars could have been uh, if they followed this kind of. Disney definitely took a lot of it for like, we're going to do this and we don't care what you say. Like, we don't care what the fans say. We don't care what other people say. Like, we want to make it like this and tough titties for you. Yeah. Whereas Dune was like, Denny was like, hey guys, this is what I'm going to do. Like, let me know how you feel, but it's going to be like this. I'm going to have two other people come in and help me. They've made some really cool movies as well, or they've written some really cool movies as well. Like, let's all make a little think tank. And you can tell it wasn't just like a one sided, like, this is it. It was like, hey, like, what are we, uh, what are we doing over here? 100 percent. does this look good to you couldn't agree more brianna spoiler zone <laughs> spoilers my neighbors are having a party <laughs> still that's okay that's okay uh favorite parts it's least... not that late i can't blame them yeah maybe we'll maybe if you're listening to this then i didn't scrap the episode and watch flintstones viva rock vegas instead uh, i love that movie <laughs> we'll have to do that next week uh, favorite parts, Brianna. Why don't you why don't you start me off? My 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 favorite parts, least favorite parts list is just two a piece. Um, because I really I just it was like the movie as a whole that I I kind of got all that out in the lukewarm take. So I just wanna I want everyone to get on the same page with me that one of my favorite parts was Duncan Idaho, and it was <laughs> sure that it was Jason Momoa and he played like this nice like sexy unbearded man. But the other part was that his name was Duncan Idaho. Great name. And if you hear everyone else's name in the movie, you really don't remember. Like, other than, like, Paul and Lady Jessica, they're all a little Eastern. (laughs) And so they're a little hard to keep up with. But then here comes Duncan Idaho. And I just, I really enjoyed that. One of my favorite parts. Another favorite part I had was... The spice. When Paul takes it in his hands and you see the spice for like the first time on camera, it's fucking cinnamon sugar. I couldn't tell if that was one of my favorite parts or one of my least favorite parts that like there was so much build up to like, what's this? What's this good good? And then it's. It's cinnamon sugar. We don't even know yet. We don't even know yet what exactly they use it for. No, you don't know what you use it for. Like they kind of mine it like gold, where they dig it up from the sand. But then the sandworm but, can just eat it all. Shia LaBeouf. But yeah, Shia LaBeouf I think that's can just wh- eat it all. <laughs> I think that's why Shia LaBeouf the sandworm turned into Shia LaBeouf the sandworm because he ate all the spice, or he's like he's just on that spice. Oh, like he and was a normal. Why, it was a normal person, then he ate too much spice, and he, he was just like a normal little inchworm in the desert. And mm. then he got some of the. He took one little whiff of the spice and was like, 
yo, I'm not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I love this spice shit. And then he turned into this big, giant, gaping butthole sandworm thing that they called Shia LaBeouf. And, uh, yeah, but they, that was, yeah, they don't really get into the spice thing. Another part that I liked was the dragonfly planes. Those were great. Well, Even though I couldn't thopters? think of the word dragon. Thonocropters? Thopters. Yeah, thop- the, well, the, the whole name was like Ornithopter. It's like, what? I didn't know what they called I thought thopter was a way better word. I liked- The thopters were cool. I liked when they got to the Sanctum, uh, or Saskatoon, when they got to Saskatoon, like that first time. And Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Yeah, and it was raining out, and all those naked dudes were like in the, like the- like they were tied up outside in that <laughs> No, that wasn't raining. That was their blood. Oh. They were that... chained by their ankles and they were draining them of their blood and the people were just like running their uh their buckets in there like, mm, this stuff's well, the, good. The guy chanting, the guy chanting was like, Whoa. Oh, the throat singer, yeah. yeah it sounded that like was, me taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> the throat singer brought back some like really weird, like church memories for me and it was like okay i'm uh, like what we don't need this guy um i really liked the fat guy the baron <laughs> he was gross that was hilarious you didn't see that part but after he after uh oscar isaac bit his crunched his tooth which was gross and released the neurotoxin into the air he climbed the ceiling was just like hiding up there and then they put him in that black soup that was gross <laughs> They put him in like that black like oil slick and I thought it was going to like I thought he was going to like splash out of there but he just comes out like really calm and cool. And so that was cool as well but I thought he was going to come out like thrashing or something. <laughs> so I was waiting for that, but I liked the I liked how they were given some some bigger people an idol in this movie. <laughs> Batista did not get a lot of screen time in this movie. He did get some, but I do believe he'll be in it more in the next one. Dave Batista's not that great of an actor. No, I think he'll get there it. There was the guy that we thought was Dave Batista in the Thopter for a second, and then we realized it wasn't him. They just sounded similar. Yeah. They uh, both had, like, deeper voices. Uh, hey, it's just me, Dave Batista. Uh, but I'm yeah, Rocky. I liked the... <laughs> I liked the Thopters. I thought those were cool. I liked Shia LaBeouf the Sandworm. Did you have any um, favorites? I loved the sand fleshlights. I thought that was really cool. Oh, no. Well, I really... The sand fleshlights. <laughs> That's one of my least favorite parts. Well, I really liked how they um, they were able to dig into the sand dunes and kind of just, like, tent up in there. Like, that, that, that whole situation they had going on after they escaped the city yeah, was pretty cool. Yeah, that wasn't regular sand. <laughs> That, that was like kinetic sand. That was pretty freaking cool. I loved that. Oh, what about the drum sand? That was gnarly, huh? The th- the thumper, the thumping. Yep, I, I I thought that was pretty crazy. I liked the I like how they prayed to Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I, I thought the the sand was thumping from my neighbors. I didn't know it was thumping on your screen. No, too. no, it was definitely thumping over here too. It was, it's both oh, both happening. Yeah. Um, that worm was that was so cool. They, I, was there more than one worm, or was it I, just long? Because at the beginning, you kind of think there's two. I think that there's more than one for sure. I think that... There has to be. Yeah, there has to be. I also think that they did a great job of revealing the worm, because, yeah, we saw the mouth, and we saw, like, 
it going through the tunnel. But that first time we saw it at the end, I was like, oh, fuck. That thing's like Wormzilla. When they show it like upright, like, yeah. hello. It's with its scales and shit. <laughs> My I was name's like, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What and the they show fuck? his teeth. <laughs> and it looks like a fucking, uh, it looks like a blue whale's mouth where it's just like the filter system. Oh, and then, the thing where it's got those like brush teeth. Yeah. Now, now correct me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but those those blades. It looked more like a sperm whale to me. <laughs> the, oh, that's yeah, that's a good point. the The blades, Brianna, that they made, I forget what they were called, like the shishka blades or the, something. The kishka. The, the blade. shishka bobs. Yeah, the shishka bobs. Um, the the chris the chrysanites or something. Knox, yeah, crystal knocks. Do you? Were those made from Chrissy, the, Chrissy the, knives? Were they made from the the teeth of the worm? I think that they were actually just the teeth. I don't think they were made. I think they just snapped them off because he's got so many. He can go without some. How do you get one of those? We got us. I bet we. I see- think that's what makes them so special. It's kind of like the the dragon glass. It's yeah. like epic and like if you can snap one of the the teeth off of the the gaping beehole worm named Shia, you are like this just god. Like that's why Zendaya was like, my great aunt gave me this and it was like, your great aunt must have been a fucking baddie. Yeah, I heard <laughs> one of the main points was like the power of women in this movie. Uh and I heard like Oh yeah, big girl power, but like also not Well, I think well you remember when the one of the witches was like you should. You were She's only supposed to. Witch. You were only supposed to bear women. Remember that? Yeah, she was like, "You were supposed to give us a girl, but instead, you just gave us this boy with really nice hair." And um, the the lady was a little disappointed. The Reverend Mother, she she kind of reminded me of the like a man version of like the Von Trapp guy or the woman version of the Von Trapp guy. He was a little scary. Uh, she was uh she was weird. They don't, you kind of see her and then you never see her again throughout the whole movie. So she'll probably be in the part two more. But there's like this whole, that kind of leads me into my least favorite parts. There was a lot of stuff that they like introduced us to. And yeah, it's probably for the other movie. But they kind of were just like, yeah, here it is. Like they just dangled it in front of us and they were like, bye, I'll never see it again. Anything specific? The Reverend Mother, she disappears after we see her. There's a flashback of, or like, I don't, the flashes that like, the dreams that Paul has where you're not sure like if you're in the dream or you're not in the dream. Yeah. There's this, a dream he has about her, his mom looking like Post Malone with all these face tattoos. (laughs) And then you never see that again. And like, she's holding a baby and it makes you assume that that's the, that's baby Paul. And then there's the part where Oscar Isaac doesn't have any clothes on. That was, like, my favorite part, but least favorite part because it's kind of sad the way he dies there. Oh, that was The fact that Oscar Isaac and Jason Momoa die, like, snack count went down. I mean, well, we talked about this. The the big fat man loves snacks, and that's why he (laughs) ate them all up. Yeah. Yeah. He was just left and right. I didn't, I didn't like the, okay, I liked the... I kind of liked the Power Ranger suits, but I really didn't like them at the same time. Like, the masks kind of look like Mortal Kombat masks, and the suits kind of look like Power Ranger suits, and they were cool, but I don't know. The-, the the fighting suits that they had, like the one, the gold ones that made Paul look like Goldar, and then, like, the Assassin's Creed ones, they show those, I feel like, in the trailer, and they make it seem like those are more in this movie, but they're not. 
So that's definitely another part for, or another thing for the second movie. But yeah, those suits kind of bummed me out. I wonder how long the second movie's going to be. I bet it's like three hours long. I bet it hits three hours. It has to. It has to. And I bet you the director's cut one day when it both come out, I bet it's like a seven hour long thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm not even joking. I heard that he wanted to, I heard that he had to cut this movie down. Like I heard, cut it down a little more. I, I heard the director's cut of this movie could be could have been four and a half hours. If this movie was three hours, I wouldn't have complained. The part that no, I either. specifically didn't like in the last twenty minutes was yeah, like we were we were riding a, a pretty solid wave, and then the the wave kind of washed out. And the part that was like specifically very like oh for me was when Paul and Jammy have to fight. I felt like that fight was just kind of very uneventful. Yeah. Like, yeah, Jammy dies. Super shoehorn. Allegedly. But it was just like, oh. Yeah. That's it? It came out of no it came out of nowhere. <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna fight. I need the champion. Fucking Like t- we're gonna make you a Freeman Fremen. Yep. Timothy Chalamet has a, a vision and then they fight and then you realize Timothy Chalamet is like really good at fighting. And he kills him. And then they kind of well, just Well, he's like, really good at fighting because they've trained him to fight like well, that. Like, Jason Momoa and Josh Brolin, like, are both his, like, trainers. They kind of just move on after that. And they don't give Timothy Chalamet any time to reflect on the fact that... Because his mom goes, he just killed a man. Or, I mean, or his mom goes, he's never killed a man. And then he does just kill a man. And there's no even reflection time. He just sees someone riding a sandworm. And he's like, oh, shit, that's cool. Like, there's... Like, obviously, Timothy Chalamet wasn't going to die in that fight obviously and so it was just kind of like oh he that's it like we just had like a little bit of like it's kind of like a girl fight like sorry to all those girls but it was just like a little bit of like arm slapping and like (laughs) hair pulling and then it was all of a sudden he took the tooth and like stuck it in jammy's back and it was like oh that's what i was like oh yeah it was a bit anticlimactic because Especially because you see him as like that, you thought like, oh, I thought he was the person that was going to teach him how to. Especially because people were friggin' popping out of the sand. Yeah, well, (laughs) maybe teaching him what the desert was all about was like killing a man. But once again, you should have should have harped on that a little more at the end, like giving him some like, oh, Timothy Chalamet looks kind of fucked up that he just killed a guy. Like, yeah, Rebecca Ferguson looked more fucked up than Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet was like, yeah, I've fucking done that before, and I just don't tell anybody. Yeah. I also didn't like what the, like, what's up? What was Rebecca Ferguson trying to hide, though? I think that maybe. She's pregnant? <laughs> Another part she that held I her, like. She had her belly at one point. <laughs> they referred to Rebecca Ferguson's character, Lady Jessica, as, uh, what's his face? Jared Leto's concubine. <laughs> and that kind of bugged me. It was like, okay, so they weren't married. That's fine. You know, you don't have to do that. But then it was just like, yeah, she's literally just some, like, lady that we call Lady Jessica. And, like, Oscar Isaac was clearly attached to her. But now that Oscar Isaac's dead, like, does that mean that, like, Lady Jessica's in danger? Because she doesn't really have anyone that's like, that's my lady. Well, Now she's just, like, some... Her son is the Duke. Braun. Of House Atreides. <laughs> her son is the Duke now. Yeah, he's a murderer, too. Like, he's cuckoo bear. He's a total cuckoo bear, but he's, he's still the Duke. <laughs> he's total cuckoo bear. He was screaming at her like he was possessed by, like, a demon. 
Get duked, Brianna. (laughs) That was a good movie. I wish Timothy Chalamet was in that movie, too. (laughs) He just shows up and he's like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) You have any more least favorite parts? Look at those hats. (laughs) Um, This was just a personal bother that I know that, what's his face, Frank Herbert wrote this whole book and it was probably a really great novel. I didn't like how at the beginning... The Atreides family leaves what looks like a beautiful Norwegian countryside with some cliffs, some beach, for fucking the desert. Like, I know that that's where they came from, but it was like, whoa. Yeah, greed, Why do you want to go there? Like, they're they're literally, they literally have suits to drink their own sweat and body fluids, and they're leaving this lovely like castle concrete thing to go drink their own sweat yeah, like it didn't make any what? sense it didn't even look like super cold or barren up there it looked very but the lands were super fruitful and like i, I don't know yeah like, they had grass like there was trees there was grass like they didn't have to shove things up their nose to breathe they didn't have to use flashlights at night to blow the sand out of their penis. There was no <laughs> there, Shia LaBeouf. Wasn't, Shia LaBeouf wasn't always trying to eat yeah, them. Yeah, you didn't have to worry about Shia LaBeouf eating you. Jared Leto's was still alive. Like, I just that kind of bummed me out, and that's just on a very personal level where that bugged me. I'm not going to take it out on anything in the film. That was just something I noticed because it's the greed. Because they're greedy. That's why you're upset because they were so greedy. They left such a beautiful place to just they have a, the spice, spice. They Malone. have a lot to cover in the second film. I, the Spice Malone. I wish somebody said it like that in the movie. Yeah, they they don't even... The spice is just something they talk about. And they're like, yeah, these are the spice silos. Like, if you have too much of it, your eyes turn blue. <laughs> and then it was more just like, yeah, Oscar Isaac died and now... Timothy Chalamet is going to take over and my baby mama might be pregnant, might have got stabbed, might have IBS, (laughs) or like just maybe she just got a cramp. Maybe your pants are too tight. I don't know. Happens. It happens. Overall, overall good movie. I enjoyed it. Not not too many least favorite parts in my eyes. Some things that might have frustrated me, but those were just character related and stuff that happened in the story. So they did a good job. If, uh, if, if you elicit emotion from me while I'm watching your movie, you did a good job. That's how it works. Mm. <laughs> All right. You got anything else, Brie? I'm, I'm tapped. I, I got nothing. I would have loved to see Sting in this. <laughs> Thank you, Muzz. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We love you so much. We appreciate it. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up in our email inboxes. Dick pics. We love them. You know the deal. Next week, we Make are- Make sure wa- you put the subject as dick pics, though, and that's sort of like consent. Yeah, 100%. That's, yeah, 100% consent. Uh, consensual is the only thing that we, we deal with over here. Um, next week, we are watching The Harder They Fall. Black Cowboy movie. Let's go. That's going to be very exciting. You excited for that, Brianna? Okay, well, we'll talk. You weren't that excited about watching Dune either. You protested. Bye, everybody. I wasn't. I, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Run back whoa, whoa. the episode. Bye, everybody. We love you. Brianna, say goodbye. 
Goodbye, young humans. <laughs> Bye. Bye, beans. <laughs>